Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is it. Uh, it. We're on. We're on. And we are on French soil. Yes. And you just soiled your toilet. I did. After a long journey, which began from our little houses in Sweden, we made it to Nice. Your house is pretty big, though. Yes, we made it to Nice in France. We had food. We had a weird, bizarre mixture of food. We had a man in Arlanda who was confused about giving anything to anyone for any kind of price. And then we had a chicken pasta. You complained to me because there was only two bits of chicken in it. As though I made the chicken pasta. Yeah, why did you give me just two pieces of chicken? Are you a racist? Um, And then um, maybe I didn't give you enough chicken. I fell foul of you. Foul. Um, and then... What was that? So well, now we're here. Yeah. We're at we're Camp Riviera. Cramp Riviera. Cramp? Or yeah. camp? Camp. It's a, it's, I'm feeling cramp at yeah. the moment because... We've got Camp Riviera and we've got Camp Sweden. Basically, Camp Sweden is here. I'll be honest with you, I didn't know it'd be this big. It's huge. It's like a... Oh, she said... It's like a resort, actually. It is a big-ass resort. Yeah. But, but a bunch of Swedes. It's 4,000, apparently. Apparently, We yeah. just went down and saw the... Where, the performance where we're gonna die in the heat yeah we're gonna die in that in that state it's 35 kilometers to the first table audience, audience member we'll take a photo tonight and show you this um but we've arrived uh loads of people were here from last night who watched the irish swedish match yes um so let's let's have a quick chat about that um well, first of all, if you talk, talk to the people we talked to already, they said that the atmosphere was absolutely amazing. The yep. Irish people were so good. There was this so, is in Paris. Yeah, it's in Paris. But last night, people... Well, there's a lot of people now coming from Paris. Yeah. But there was a lot of people here in Camp Riviera, Camp Sweden, um, who who watched the game on the big screens. Um, but apparently the atmosphere was here was great. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Swedes and French... Uh, Swedes, French and Irish all getting on. Brilliant. Yeah. It was really nice to see, and but not that unexpected, I think. I mean, I think both Swedes and Irish fans usually are... Quite travel happy. well. Yeah, travel. Happy go... Happy go pappy. The game itself was kind of poor. From I thought Sweden, Ireland... Yeah, uh, I thought uh, Ireland were quite impressive. I thought they they were unlucky to be nil-nil at half-time. Definitely. I think it was embar- almost... Almost embarrassing first half of Sweden. It was pretty bad. Uh, Kim Shellstrom looked like he was 94 years old. He is. Uh, and Levicki didn't have mm-hmm. the best... It looked like he was phased by the big uh, 
occasion. And just the pressing they did on the Swedish midfield, we didn't get the ball going at all, and Slatan didn't get any balls, of course, and he didn't have a great game either. No, uh, Martin Olsen impressed. Yeah, he impressed me. I think he was the only one that really tried to push forward. But Ireland really had a big pressing game, I thought. Yeah, know? and it died off a little bit in the second half, it got a bit tired, but they pressed us so bad, and, and pressing that much after the first half, either Hamrian thought, you know what, they're going to get tired, but Kim Shellstrom was out of the game out of the game because it was just too they pressed them too hard and uh, and he's slow yeah so would you make changes for the next game which is on Friday well if we play in Belgium uh, for instance when we play Belgium I don't think it might not be that as needy to be made because they won't press as much in midfield as we saw uh, Belgium didn't do they had a really terrible time yesterday they more- I thought they were totally outclassed no, let's not take any way, anything away from the Italians the Italians were good but Mark Milmots again got the wrong uh, got the team completely wrong again it's the second tournament in a row that he keeps on doing this and before the game I think I was in the moment of shock when I saw Fellini, Nangolan, and Witzel as the three midfielders, and Lukaku up front, so he had Lukaku up front and Fellini behind the striker. What, what do you? What do you? Are you going to play long balls all game? What are you? Do you think though he's got this golden generation, but they're just a team of individuals? He's no, he's messed it up. I mean, it's not a team of individuals. All those players are great team players in their team. I mean, you see the back, uh, even the, uh, all the defenders do very well for their team. Uh, I mean, from not, the goalkeeper as well. Yeah, goalkeeper as well. Just switch your phone off, mate. I've been very patient about it. That's three times now. It's a lack of professionalism, and you're trying to show off to all the pod listeners that you can get phone calls. I know you've set this up. That's ridiculous. But, but I just think he said this before. That maybe the biggest mistake Belgium did was years ago deciding that Wilmots will go as you know team co- uh, as one of the just the coaches and then take over the national skills groomed for it and maybe last World Cup we thought ah you know it's still a bit early but now they have to bite the bite the bite the apple because if this is the way he's going to play these players he's going to play he's consistently not playing any fullbacks no width no penetration two big guys one with the worst first touch in the world at the moment Lukaku he was Absolutely atrocious. Origi had a poor. Origi was really poor as impact sub, but we said before the game, I want Amicia Bachui to play. If, he, if you're going to play those players, you, you get rid of Fellaini, you bring in Carrasco or Mertens, and then you play uh, Amicia Bachui up front. So you can have ball on the floor with all those players or technical players on the ball on the floor. But he will play Witzel, he'll play Nainggolan, he'll play Fellaini, and he'll play Lukaku. And that team all of a sudden becomes a physical long ball team and it didn't work at all may play into like a team I mean good uh, again the Italians one of those sides tournament sides yeah, but that's, you know that's, like Germans yeah, Spains they come away with wins yeah but that's you know? salary Conte put that team up he knew what he's going to face Wilmots would, would know that they were going to play a back three with the Juventus back three and then you focus on long ball through the middle mm. they got nowhere Bonucci had uh, oh la la Banucci! He had him under control. Lukaku the entire game, and he even assisted the goal. I mean, they were nowhere near them. I mean, Lukaku and Fellini on terrible pressing players, 
as De Bruyne and Hazard are not great at that either. So their back three, which can play football, all three of them in Italy, got the ball easily out of the defence, easily positioned, no ball out with, the, all the balls that come wide, they come in, inverted wingers go in. This Stupid. must this will play Stupid. not into Sweden's hands, but it, it's it, it kind of may help them because Sweden I thought really lacked um, any quality and also really when the they played a good pressing game Ireland yeah they did. and then they've got no stars no. you know Hulan is their star it was a great goal oh. they hit the bar a couple of times I felt Sweden were lucky to get a point yeah if you look at uh, the amount of technical players that Ireland and Sweden have it's kind of similar Sweden with Zlatan is, is got the one big star also has got a good technique maybe Forsberg but, but then you look at Ireland same thing there there's a lot of poor first touches not great passing but they com- they you know they compensated that with a lot of energy a lot of pressing and better teamwork which Sweden always been good at but Hamrian always tried to play football and we see if you don't have players for it you're gonna get you're gonna get uh, punished for it but after the goal Ireland score we woke up because basically Sweden had to had to wake up and yeah. it was good reaction at least it was yeah, very good reaction so the draw um, was probably all right result in the end. And we've just realised that we're in France. We're in the south of France. We haven't really heard any French. No. Unbelievable. And to the point where someone said, Hello. 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 And I thought they said, Hey, door. Yeah. And I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> uh, but she was French. Um, but, um, and the atmosphere's great. We're by oh. the swimming pool. We're in a hotel. Um, tonight we're watching two games. Yeah. Uh, we've got Iceland Portugal late game Austria-Hungary yeah. the first game yeah. maybe not the biggest games of the tournament but I think it'll be quite fun to at least watch but see what Iceland can do against Portugal I, I think, think they'll have a bit of support down in Camp Sweden tonight yeah I think definitely I think most people would cheer for Iceland because it's such a great story yeah I mean they shouldn't be here but and they qualified not because there were three teams qualifying from group because they won the bloody group yeah yeah so it's quite amazing so it's funny it's a great story I mean can you imagine that Iceland would have gone through the World Cup qualifying if this was a World Cup qualifier they topped the group but they're um, uh, yeah so we've got those games tonight yeah uh, we'll be doing another pod tomorrow any questions you want any information we're going to be still sending out Instagrams uh, we're on Twitter at Swedish Football Mafia um, and James isn't here he's, no. he's missing um, but we isn't he Portugal? he might be he might be <laughs> Um, so we uh, will do another one tomorrow. We're going to try and get guests. We're going to try and get people along. We'll be doing a bit of stand-up, a bit of... Um, there's 4,000 Swedes down here. The atmosphere is great. It is pretty amazing. Yeah. And uh, the sun's shining. The beers are out. People are in, a, in a, a jovial mood. And this is what a summer tournament should be about, really. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that we're not in the, I mean, a lot of people are seeing the fightings and stuff like that. But here, it's impossible where we are at the moment it might feel boring that it's a lot of Swedes here but the atmosphere is great yeah it's so good uh, the atmosphere was a bit tense today on the plane uh, when you were talking about baby bells in fact oh my god why did that happen why did uh, that have to happen someone across the aisle yeah but basically me and Al uh, sitting by the window you fell asleep on I, me I, I'm sitting in the middle and then left to me in the aisle there's a larger large man sitting there and across them there's a couple of girls eating this cheese called bacon. and 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 a, and a, uh, who turned out to be his son. You forgot the old three seat rule, right? 
So you're thinking they've got nothing to do with uh, those. It, it was there their father? Yes. I didn't get that. So they've got nothing to do with the, the biggish man next to you. So what do you do? You lean over and look at the three people eating baby bells and well, it say... it was because of you. Because you ate baby bell. I thought it was so... For people who doesn't know what baby bell is, right? You, you get a... You get like... Three pieces of something in a small net. You open the net and the pieces, and it's rounds of just cheese. It's basically cheese, just wrapped up, and you're just eating cheese like a fat fuck. Okay. Yep. So first time I saw Al with that, I was like, man, you may might have lost weight, but you're always gonna be a, a fat fuck, which is fine. Yep. You, you're a heavy dude, but you're not anymore. He ate baby bells. I saw them eat baby bells. I just go to Al and say, well, you know, that's it's a tip. it's a typical fat person's yes. food. And like what? 30 seconds later? No, we're talking five seconds later. <laughs> no, As the moment when I was like, yeah, I look over and I just see him. The, the guy, big guy next to The me. big fat guy opening a baby bell, which he's got from his family. So oh. the rest of the uh, journey was tense and he, he had us trapped in as well by his smelly cheese and his bigger weight. But um, one, of the, one of the highlights of the tour so far. Do you far. think he's going to stop eating baby bell? No, I... Um, Do you think he's going to vote SD? Yes, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry, Swedish people. I've, I've had like yeah. at least two more people voting for SD because I accidentally said that it's a fat food and the fattest man in the airplane start eating them. Um, that's today's pod. We're going to be like doing it uh, for like... Uh, well, there we go. There's That's like 13 minutes. I think that's a nice listen. 13 minutes. We've previewed. We've reviewed. We need questions from we you. We missed one game from yesterday, though. There were three games. Okay. Spain won as well? Yeah, again, they're the, one of those teams that they're expected. I think they'll get through their group. I don't think you should start worrying until the second round. I think yeah. with the big teams like that, I think that's the difference. But somewhere. Belgium might not make it. Yeah, but, but they have to lose now. Yeah, they have to lose basically at least one game more. And yeah. if they won, win one game, that might not be enough. Uh, but if they draw the next game, they're in trouble. And to be honest... But if they yeah, if they lose the next game, the other team's going to be on four points. I mean, I think the problem is this. It's, it, they had a decent game. They weren't terrible. But considering what that squad consists of, it was fucking terrible. I mean, I'm sorry, he's tactically out of his fucking depth and he's fucked up one of the best generations of European countries' football. I mean, that is one of the better generation Belgium has had. They're not going to have that generation for years. And look what's happening. This is their peak, isn't it, in a a way? Yeah, I mean, a lot of those players are now not the youngsters anymore. Like it was six years ago, two years ago, even four years ago, we're talking about this will become a good team. Two years ago, World Cup, that was the one that they should have made something. In two years' times, they're going to have a lot of players over 30. Uh, we're going to have a Tongan over. Uh, Lombax is already over. He's missed injury company, Mr. Injury, but he's going to be over as well. These Maritans, Fellaini, uh, De Bruyne, Hazard are at the peak now. Will it be as good in two years? Maybe better, but it's just a lot. I think just he's, he's fucked it up. He's fucked it up. He didn't start Carrasco, didn't start Maritans, didn't start Bacui. He had, didn't start Denier. He had Seaman on the right one. Uh, he was a centre-half who plays for Montreal Impact. He's a centre-half for years, played right-back, had an OK game. Vertonghen on the left, he can fill that position. But they're going to get any width, no width, and then you have Hazard and De Bruyne, who wants to play centrally both of them, play inverted wingers against a back three. What are you, fucking insane? 
I mean, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Sets it all up for Friday, for Friday's games. Yeah, but that's too bad for us as well, because when we're going to play Belgium, uh, they have to win. Yeah. So if they would have drawn against Italy, maybe we at least didn't have this got to win game, which is much more difficult for us to win. Um... Also, that amazing statistic about Sweden, uh, the only team since 1980 uh, to not have a single shot and still score a goal. So thank you, Kieran Clark. <laughs> but he was trying, trying badly to score, Kieran Clark. I mean, he had three attempts on his own goalkeeper. I mean, and two <laughs> yeah. of them, one was goal and one was like, oh, that's a good effort if you're a striker for yeah. the opposition team. What was amazing, though, was the moment when, when he actually put the own goal in. I don't know if you saw the goalkeeper... Um, he just kind of was just like what the fuck what are you doing man <laughs> like in my eyes there's just a little photo of like nah 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 fuck really <laughs> you know it's like you've tried to carry the, the but it's difficult what's he supposed to do leave the ball uh, yeah I mean I'll tell you who made a difference for me yesterday Gudetti I thought when he came on he came and did and well. I think he'll be um, he might be a bit unlucky if he doesn't start actually yeah but I think same thing uh, I think it's if if the coaches have decided that this is my starting eleven, after one game, I don't think that that. But but like a, like in Belgium, if Wilmots have any clue now, he, he actually said Wilmots that Italy didn't play real football, so that's why we lost. He's an idiot. Mm-hmm. He's what do you mean real football? They created more than you. They looked better on you just because they counted. That was their tactic. They want to counter you because you have no build-up play with Lukaku and Fellaini in the side. Lukaku is a good player when he's doing well, or you're playing direct, or you're playing on. In, you can't play it on his feet. You no, can't no, play no. it on his feet. I'm sorry, that's been his big problem at Everton and at Chelsea. I think that's why he left Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, got yeah. a poor first touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might get better over the years, but he's not that kind of a player. I think someone said it on Twitter quite nicely. He was playing as well as someone who really wants to stay at Everton. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you so much to LA Travel. LA Travel, if you're looking for sporting kind of um, entertainment overseas, uh, maybe locally, um, they are the people to go and see. So go to LA Travel. They have brought us here uh, to Camp Sweden, to Camp Riviera. Um, times are good. <laughs> We're in a, in a beautiful resort. We will bring you as much photos, as much kind of don't videos. Don't take your clothes off, I say. I'm putting sunblock on. And um, and hopefully a deal can swim, as you know what they say: bearded men can't swim. Do you know the weirdest part? That my Achilles heel in all sports have always been swimming. I'm a terrible swimmer. I would never survive if you leave me in the open sea. I would die. I would. I would drown. So I'm gonna go and be in the baby side of the pool. <laughs> so I don't want to be where my feet can't reach the the bottom. You know. Um, so if you want a video of that because I will certainly if he gets in <laughs> any trouble I will video that before I actually go in and save him if I saved your life you would not hear the end of it so do not go near the pool if you saved my life I will kill myself afterwards if you're listening at Camp Sweden or Camp Riviera um, it's the same place isn't it really um, come up and say hello we'll be doing some stand up we'll be doing some shows we've got prizes and we'll be back tomorrow with a new pod and we're watching the games tonight. So I'm saying, come on, Austria. Come on, Iceland. Yeah, Austria for me, because that's my sweepstick. 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 Yeah, it's your sweepstick. I've seen that, mate. It <laughs> popped out of your shorts. Um, and these, sweep- these shoes. He's got. He's had these sandals, and he told me about these sandals for 16 years. You know what the weird part is? Six, they While stink. we're doing the pod, it's they the stink. first time the one piece actually yeah, lost. They stink. They don't stink. Oh. <laughs> that's my arsehole, though. All right. 
Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow with a new pod. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.